节，姊妹读双数节，弟兄单数节，姊妹双数节。好，我们现在开始。罗马书十二章十七节，弟兄不要以恶报恶，众人以为美的事，要有心去做。亲爱的弟兄，不要自己伸冤，宁可让步，听听凭主怒，因为经上记着，主说：“伸冤在我，我必报应。”
people that enjoy being with you. And Jesus said, yes, but that's not really a big struggle, is it? If we live our life in the new dimension, Jesus actually teaches us how to live with those that don't that do not like us very much. And then he talks about actually placing in doing good to others that he is uh, that we are placing like burning coals of fire on their head. The scripture says that if your enemy is hungry, feed them. And if they are thirsty, you give them something to drink. And then this unusual score in so doing, you heap coals of fire on their head. So what does it really mean to heap burning coals on your enemy's head? Now to put everything into perspective, let's let's go back to where we were last month, okay? Last month I asked the question, what on the earth is God doing? And we started in the book of Genesis with the creation story. That in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And he gave us a mandate, a dominion mandate to, to rule and to take charge of the earth. And then sin entered into our world. And instantly God set into motion a plan of redemption. From the original mother and father came a family, and then there came a tribe, and there came a nation. And out of that nation came our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He was he was begotten by God. And he took flesh and dwelt amongst us. And Jesus came to this earth so that he could do what we could not do. He became the sacrificial lamb. He died upon a cross for our sins. And he really died for our sins and he was buried and on the third day he rose again. And, and he ascended to the Father and then the Holy Spirit was sent to form the church. 
，他升到高天父的右边，然后圣灵降下，然后我们的教会就形成了。And all through the Book of Acts, we see the beginnings and the development of the early church. 我们在使徒行传里面看到教会早期是如何形成的。And then、uh, we went all the way to the Book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible, to talk about the the state that we would be in for eternity. The creation, the fall, the redemption, the glorification. From creation, But we are now in the space of time that we call the church. And in this miracle of the new birth that we have through Jesus Christ, through placing our faith in Him. It is the miracle of the new birth. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I would. And I just plead with us who are listening to the message today: if you have not yet received Christ as your Savior, please take care of that now. Take care of that today. So I would plead with us who are listening to the message. But we enter into a whole new realm of living as believers in Christ. And I also want to encourage、uh, the members, the people of ACCC, to not only receive Christ but to、uh, demonstrate your faith through、uh, the sacrament of, of baptism. But you see, this whole new life requires something different of us. Have you ever heard a sermon entitled "How to Bless People That Spit on You"? 你有没有听过一个正道的题目叫做“如何祝福那些吐唾沫的给你的人”？这就是耶稣在登山宝训里的信息。我们如果是耶稣里面的肢体，我们就应该做一活出一个新的生命。We are members of His kingdom, and we are living our lives now to glorify God, and we are glorifying God by proclaiming the Word of God in the place where we are. And it really is the power of love. And Jesus said, "It's not so difficult to love your friends, but in the kingdom of God, we are to even love our 
enemies. And not only to love them, but we're actually to do good to them. And we are to bless them through the life that we live in front of them. And we are to pray for those who have hurt us. And I will tell you that that is not an easy thing, is it? I've had people in my own life that have wounded me, have hurt me, who have sought to bring ill will to my life. And I just I find myself just wanting to get even with them. You hurt me, I want to hurt you. And I remember one situation that was so hurtful to me. This person was occupying rent free space in my mind. I kept thinking about this person. Look at how much you've harmed me. And I could not stop thinking about how wounded that I was. You know, sometimes God speaks to me when I'm running on the trail. Sometimes He speaks to me through my friends when they were running on the trail. But this one day I was running all by myself. And I sensed that God was saying to my heart, do you want to be like this person that you're not forgiving? I said, Lord, of course I do not want to be like them. I don't like them. And I felt the Lord say to me, if you do not bless them, you will become just like them. That was one of the hardest things I ever heard the Lord speak to my heart. But I was reminded of the scripture that says that as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And I kept thinking about how this person had hurt me. I couldn't get them out of my mind. And I sense that God says, pray a prayer of blessing on them. I said to God, I don't want to pray a prayer of blessing. <laughs> and it's like the Lord said, well, you either pray the prayer of blessing or else you're going to become just like that person. And so I said, all right, Lord, you know I don't really mean it. But I'm going to pray the prayer of blessing over this person. And 
And in fact, every time this person comes to my mind, I'm going to pray a blessing over them. Person comes to my mind, Lord, please bless them. Now you know I don't really mean it. <laughs> But God began to change my heart towards that person. God actually helped me to start to love that person. To love them, to want to do good, to bless them, and to pray for them. To love them and to do good, to want to do good towards them. To pray a prayer of blessing over them. To pray a blessing over his family. And I began to see that my heart, my heart began to change. So, how does this work with the passage of Scripture? What does the Lord, you know, when, when I first heard this scripture of burning coals on their head, I said, yes! <laughs> I used to think it was like putting some fire on their head. <laughs> I did not want good for them, so I'm going to do good so that they can be harmed. <laughs> Say, Dr. Litchie, really? <laughs> so, as it turns out, heaping burning coals on their head, I, I used to believe that if you did good for someone, then they're going to feel really bad. It was kind of a way of getting even with them. You do good, you do wrong to me, I'll do something good for you, but in my heart I'm thinking, see, now you're really going to get it. Does anybody else ever feel the same way? <laughs> but I realized after I talked to some friends and studied this passage, That's not really what this verse means at all. What it means is that you really genuinely are meeting a need that they have. If they're hungry, you do give them something to eat. And if they're thirsty, you really do give them something to drink. And the scripture says it's like putting, it's like heaping burning coals upon their head. In the literal sense of the word, it's like this person needs some fire 
Their fire has gone out, and I have some fire, and I'm going to give them what they need. Beloved, we are the church. And God sends the rain on the deserving and the undeserving. His sun shines upon those that are good and on those that are not good. And when we live our life in the kingdom, we are bringing the goodness of God to the place that is needed the most. We are living our life in the kingdom of God now. There are so many examples in the scriptures where we are to do good to those that harm us. We're to pray for those that use us badly. And what I would like you to do, even today, those that are watching and、uh, those that are here, think of someone that has hurt you or harmed you in some way. My question is, could you pray good for that person? Could you really pray in your heart, Lord? Please, I'm asking you to please bless this person. And we are the representatives of Christ's presence in the place where we are. This is the person that serves us at the restaurant. This is the person that greets us when they check out our groceries. These are other drivers on the road. We come together as a church to be taught and trained in the Word of God and to have fellowship. But then we leave this place to go out into the world that God has called us to. And we are living our lives today, right now, in the kingdom of God. And we are loving our neighbor as ourselves. We are loving God, our Father, through Christ and in the Holy Spirit. And we are loving because He first loved us. And people are influenced by the power of love. I've never heard of anyone coming to Christ because someone was mean to them. 
我不曾听到说一个人他来他呃他信了主是因为有人对他呃不好。I've never seen anyone drawn to the kingdom of God because you were yelling at them. But the love of God draws us to them. And I've come to see that keeping burning coals of fire on their head is doing something good for that person. There's no hidden motive like now you're going to feel really bad. No, you're doing something good for that person because it's the right thing to do. We are turning the other cheek. We're trying to bless someone even before they're done cursing us. And something happens when people experience the love of God. That burning coals on their head is going to help them think about what is it about this person that is so different. They may ask you, "Why are you treating me so well when I've treated you so badly?" It, it may be the thing that draws somebody to actually know Christ. And in our walk with God, we need to have a daily briefing with God. And I would say that staying in touch with the source of life itself is something that we should do every single day. I'm, I'm very pleased that so many within ACCC are joining a morning、uh, a Bible study. And, and I want to encourage you to think about doing that. Every morning when you wake up in the morning, I, I hope that you will show up before God and say, "Lord, today is your day." I am your man, and I am your woman. I am your teenager today. I am your child today, and I I want to love you, and I want to bring the kingdom of God into the places where I am. And we worship the Lord. We take time to actually worship Him. And love Him and pray and listen to His word. And we love God with all of our hearts. And when someone asks Jesus. All right. If you really cut it down, what is the greatest commandment? So we see when someone comes to Jesus, when Jesus asks him, "What is the greatest commandment?" And Jesus said, 
You are to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength. Love God with everything you've got. And then he said, the second greatest commandment is just like it. You are to love your neighbor as yourself. And that's why all through the scriptures it says, this is how you love your neighbor. If they're hungry, give them a sandwich. Give them some rice. If they're thirsty, give them some green tea. And in so doing, you're doing something that is unusual. You're actually putting burning coals upon their head. And Proverbs says, and the Lord will take notice and reward you. I would just say that these are the keys to the kingdom of God. And I would say to us as a church, I hope that we could say just this. That I choose to love the Lord my God, to obey Him and to commit myself firmly to Him. He is the key to my life. And I just want to say, as a church, you are going out into your world. And beloved, this world desperately needs the love of Christ. They need to know that there's a people that is different. And as we walk with Christ, God is doing something deep inside of us. He is really transforming, conforming, reforming. He is forming Christ in us. He is doing something amazing in our lives. He does this individually, but he also does it corporately as a church. Sometimes the scripture refers to this as a body. And believe me, every part of your body is pretty important. And every part of this body of Christ is important. And so you show up and you get before God and you pray and you read His Word and you praise the Lord. And 
And you do this individually, but we do it also together as a body of Christ. And amazingly, something begins to happen. It's a miracle. There is fruit that comes out of us. Some of like your gardens, you know, you've been working hard at your garden all year and now you're developing, you're getting the fruit from your garden. Their flower garden, your Chinese vegetables that are coming now in abundance, that's the fruit of your work. And in the spiritual life, there is fruit that comes from our life. And so Galatians talks about love and joy and peace and patience. And kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. You see, you cannot produce this in your own strength. It is called the fruit of the Spirit. And this fruit of the Spirit comes when we walk closely with Christ. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about being the people of God. We're bringing the kingdom of God into the place where we are. And in so doing, it heaps coals of fire on their head. Because it is something that they need. We are looking for what is good for those even that seek to harm us. So the question I ask us as a church is, where are the needs? And that's our action of the week. Number one, I'm asking you to think about spreading some burning holes. Don't do like I did before. <laughs> You're not doing it so that this person's going to feel bad. <laughs> You're really going to look at the needs that someone has, and because of the love of Christ, you're going to seek to meet that need. And number two action point is to bring the kingdom of God into the place where you are. And the scripture says, do not be overcome 
by evil, but overcome evil with good. So are you ready to heap some burning coals? I hope this makes a lot of sense. And church, there can be such an impact in this community. Whether it's uh, helping people get the vaccine. It's helping someone with a meal. It's helping with someone learning how to walk again. It's bringing good to the place where you are. Will you receive it today? In Jesus' name, amen. It's so good to be back with you again.